Welcome to the process of progress, an ongoing conversation between two friends and sometimes other creators about removing resistance, moving forward, and manifesting your desired reality. If you've ever been at a loss with these frequently touted higher concepts, you're not alone. We're figuring it out too. Please join us for our bi-weekly check-ins where we test out some real-life applications, review our blunders and successes, and keep our faith in the, the process, process of, of progress. progress. You go first. Pillows. Pillows. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Snaps for us. <laughs> now that our voices are warmed up. <laughs> you, you know, the vocal tuning is very important pre-podcast record. It, it is. It is. And today I feel particularly tuned in. I hope you're tuned in as well. Welcome to the process of progress. <laughs> I am downloading initiated. <laughs> uh, I am Cecilia McCarowitz, and I am here with my beautiful, wonderful, fabulous co-host, Hollis Maloney. Aw, thanks, Dees. Hi. <laughs> Guys. And <laughs> we are going to review our our homework and mm-hmm. and the topic last week that mm-hmm. we covered that really happy topic of hating your work <laughs> yeah so if you guys missed our previous episode we're exploring a new structure just to revisit that each week we're going to refer back to our previous conversation with a little bit of um exploration of the the topic that we discussed mm-hmm. being applied to in, in real life, basically. Yes. yes. And so we come up with an idea, then we explore it tangibly out in the world, and then we come back to you in the next episode with our discovery. Correct. Summarized beautifully, as always. Thank you. Oh, merci. <laughs> Dillian. Uh, so, yeah. I Do you want to go first? Sure. So last week we talked about hating our work, as Mm -hmm. you were about to go into, Mm -hmm. and our homework assignment was to go back and recreate something that we truly, truly hated. (laughs) 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 And I was, I was very uncomfortable when I, when I thought about this homework assignment, because I thought back to some particular college assignments that I had created and just how embarrassed of them I've, I, I, I was for a very long time. And what was so funny was that when I actually went back and started looking through all of my college work, I recognized, first of all, that it was very ugly <laughs> like no. it was just it was not it was not beautiful work it was definitely done by a student designer uh but that being said i felt no embarrassment or shame attached to it yeah like i i was i was able to objectively look at it and say no i don't think that this is good work but knowing that i created it out of a very specific point in my life and kind of recognizing that I was in college 
and that I had a certain aesthetic at the time that was very much based in all of the emo CD covers and <laughs> art <laughs> that I had like <laughs> absorbed in my teenagehood. I I really just recognized that it was it was all coming out of me pretty authentically, but in this moment of trying to also appeal to what my teachers were asking of me and it just it just it, there was no like I looking back on it I could easily show it to anybody and say yeah this is what I did in college do I like it now definitely not am I ashamed of it am I embarrassed of it no I'm mm. not because it was just it was who I was when I was 19 years old 20 years old and I'm a very different person now yeah <laughs> So that I'm okay with. So on all that being said, once I looked at my work, I was like, I don't really feel like I need to recreate this. One, because it would actually be very time consuming, but I also just don't feel like I would have learned much mm. in the process of recreation because it wasn't like I was going into any difficult emotions or challenges. Got it. After I, after I saw it. Had I looked at it and been like, oh, my God, this makes me feel like emotionally uneasy and definitely embarrassed and ashamed, I would have still stuck with the homework assignment. But because I looked at it and I was like, oh, I feel like I can really let this go. I felt almost accomplished by doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And and now I feel even better, too, about that work because. I hadn't looked at that work for a reason because I was so embarrassed. In my mind, you I was still so embarrassed. You thought you were going to be embarrassed. Oh. Yeah, and now, and now it's like the narrative, narrative has changed That's just amazing. by going back and looking at it. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, so it was a very positive experience for me. Well, well, good. Gosh, I, mm-hmm. I would, oh my God, I, I kind of really want to see your college portfolio now. Like, I, I will happily share some stuff um, with everybody. <laughs> Yeah, I will. I will definitely bring up some of the projects that I think are hideous and <laughs> um, and share again. I really think that they're bad. Like, I think that they're really ugly, but I'm not like but I'm OK with it. Oh my God. <laughs> and oh. I guess the other reason, too, is because I can compare my work now and I think my work is really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like and it's kind of amazing to see the transition over the past you know, 10 years past decade from who I was then to who I am now Mm -hmm. and to feel really proud of that growth. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really, really cool. Um, well, I guess can, we can maybe finally start actually putting stuff in our blog where we can put put the work, (laughs) the work that we, we took a look at on the blog. I would, I'd be, yeah, I think that would yeah. be a good you, idea. Um, you also have to send me some of your work, though. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. That is that is only fair. Oh, that is only fair. Um, yeah. <laughs> For sure. I'll do that. So, yeah. And so talk to me about what your experience with that work was like this mm. week. Well, mine was not. Okay. To say it was not positive is incorrect because I got a surprising amount of healing out of it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, Because before I had always looked at it and just sort of let that 
automatic narrative kind of run through my head and I didn't think too much of it. I'd just put it away and I'd be like, eh, I'm not going to look at this until for some weird reason I feel like tormenting myself again. But this time it was very much like I, 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 I stopped the, the narrative and I looked mm-hmm. at it and I was like, hmm, who put you there? Like, you know, like, where, where did you... Where did you come yeah. from, you nasty little voice? And it is a nasty little voice. Like yeah. I am, like, like I am almost just as ashamed of how nasty the narrative is as the work itself. It's like, wow, it's just, it's so double mean. whammy. Oh my god, it's so mean. I'm like, Jesus, like, what the hell? All right, so, uh, so you know, I, I, I paid attention to what it was saying, and. Mm-hmm. I I kind of inadvertently ended up um so I won't I won't go into the story of like how I got to this point. It definitely wasn't like look at my work, hear this voice. I'm going to like go do some like energy work now where I like dig up old memories. That's not what happened. But <laughs> in a very roundabout way that is still what happened and what ended I ended up like actually accidentally revisiting one of my earliest memories of somebody telling me my work was really ugly. Oh. Yeah, it was, um, I'm not gonna lie, it was really tough. Like, I don't, Mm -hmm. like, I, again, to go into it, this podcast would, like, end up being a therapy session, and I don't want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) But, But it was definitely a revisit to that earliest memory realizing how it just sort of started this massive chain reaction from there Mm -hmm. and uh, acknowledging it and releasing some of it. And it was, it was tough. It was tough. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, I had no idea this would come up. And I'm so happy that we did this challenge. I just didn't realize it was going to be this intense. Right. And, um, well, it, because it really has to do with, I, I think that what you're make, what you're saying is really valid because I feel like the reason why we don't like our work is because it's it's set to somebody else's standard of what's good or bad. Mm-hmm. And if somebody, if you create something that you think is really great, and then somebody comes around and says your work is really bad or it's it just whatever, mm-hmm. then of course you're gonna feel ashamed or yeah hurt you know because you it's an extension of you and somebody's dismissing it yeah and and it was like it was surprising yet seemed obvious once I dug it up it was it was when I thought about the picture and I was like oh my god I haven't thought about that picture in a long like I like talk about Mm -hmm. a just digging up from the vaults and I thought about it and I was like, when about what I've drawn that? Like, I was really trying to think about it. And I was like, probably about five. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Wow. Well, this makes me feel a little better about why I have such a nasty voice about particularly my artwork. Because yeah. it goes back so far. And it was has been a chain reaction from there. Mm-hmm. Which, mm-hmm. to me, makes sense. Because, like, like, I'm a firm believer in the law of attraction. And what it's it, and if you carry a wound of any mm-hmm. kind, that wound's mm-hmm. gonna keep 
being reflected back to you in your life over and over and over until you finally are like, you know what? Like, let's finally heal this and address this. It's like, For it's sure. like your soul is trying to show you that you still have this and you still carry it and it mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily want it anymore. And so like, it makes sense to me that I would keep attracting people into my life that were like, yeah, no, that's not good. Uh, that's mm-hmm. stupid for this reason. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Can you be less dramatic please? You know, or that's mm-hmm. an okay idea, I guess, you know, these are, right. these are the kinds of things that I've heard over the years. And, um, so my, my hope, my, my hope, in sort of digging up what I think is one of the earliest memories of this happening to me is that maybe it can finally start to actually heal and I can start working, liking my work a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just to jump on to that. So part of, part of what also happened to me when I looked back at my work was there was a particular project that we did in one of my classes that, um, I had a professor that was very, very, very intense Mm -hmm. and he would not hold back on his criticism. Mm. And we had, we had this project where we had to rebrand comedy central. Okay. (laughs) Like that was just a, that was just the the project. And I looked at my drafts because I, that was a project that I was, I was really ashamed of. Like when we talked Mm. about this last week, this was the, the particular project. And I looked at my drafts and what I created was actually very, like and early on, it was actually very creative mm-hmm. and really kind of playful. And I was I was kind of surprised. Again, I don't think it was visually well done, but I think that the idea and the concept was really fun. And then what happened was I remember I took the idea to class. My teacher tore it apart. And then I spoke to him afterwards and he like gave me this other idea. <laughs> and it was basically to create a character And I somehow, I don't remember if it was the teacher gave this idea to me or something, but it was an old man who was either laughing or smiling or laughing or frowning. Okay. And it was really dull and, and boring. And, and I, so looking, looking at the progression of this project, I thought to myself that my initial attack at the project was actually more interesting Mm-hmm. And what my teacher, who I had, who I really admired and looked up to and took his opinion for, um, like really held his opinion highly, mm-hmm. what he gave me wasn't as interesting and wasn't as fun. Mm-hmm. And so why I think, why I kept thinking my work was so embarrassing or shameful was based off of how I kept picturing this teacher looking at it versus mm. how I was looking at it. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to qu- really quickly kind of rewrite that story in my head while I was going through or doing this homework assignment. Mm-hmm. And and I think that that was really the, the switch flip for me because mm. it was a moment where I was like, oh, I can trust myself and I am really creative and I do have really good ideas. Yeah. And it's... It's not about believing the hater. <laughs> yeah. It's believing myself. Yeah. But that's the hard part. And I and I feel like what you're doing in healing this wound, what I mean, yeah, in healing this very old wound is getting back to the part to the little girl that was like, I think this is really cool and trusting her versus trusting the jerk that was like, that's really bad. 
you know? (laughs) Well, and to to delve a little deeper into what you just said, because what you said is completely valid. I wish so much that I knew what the fuck projection was (laughs) throughout all of this. Because I don't think I discovered it till I was like 31, which for the audience is two years ago. And then it's like, so I'm going through all these wounds and I'm, I'm like, oh, yeah, that was projection. No, they were projecting. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that, they were project. Yeah. God, uh-huh. asshole. They uh-huh. were projecting as well. And how much easier it would be to take that, like having that in my arsenal of understanding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that, like, when I really sit down and look at any time that's ever happened to me, it was just the other person projecting their own feelings about themselves onto me, and then I just took right. it on, and it was just, it just, it just wrecked me, you know. Right. And 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 that would be so. So as far as that professor goes, when you were talking about him, and I was like, he's. It's probably just projection, like everybody else oh, yeah. who decides to be an asshole about other people's creativity. Like <laughs> that man had, like I, I later learned as I, because I stuck with him for, for, like three years in college. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking, but he, I, 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 I did have a moment where I, re- I recognized his very, very lack lack of control over his life and little self esteem that he mm. had, and I was like. Wait a second. So I I feel like to kind of wrap up our homework assignment. Yeah. There was a and tell me if you agree with this. Hmm. But I I finally finished Rising Strong by Brene Brown. Woo! And she has a note in there where she says she's talking about criticism mm-hmm. and what is really constructive criticism versus what is just people um trying to tear you down mm-hmm. and she said take a one inch by one inch piece of paper mm-hmm. and write all the names of people's of people in your life whose opinions actually matter to you mm. and who will also yeah and who will also you know be there to bolster you but also be there to give you constructive criticism and call you out on your bullshit and I, wow. I feel like that if you're creating something you don't just show it to anybody, right? You don't just show it to like some random person on the street who you don't know. There are certain people whose opinions you would actually value. Yeah. And to to be able to consciously choose, do I wanna hear this person's opinion? Is this person's opinion valid? If they just give me their opinion, should I take it? Or can I just leave it? Hmm. Because when I, that, I feel like that's how oftentimes that's how hating your work can kind of develop. That's, I think, a really, really good exercise. And um, something else I want to comment on that I hope the audience finds useful is I've definitely noticed through my own journey of healing that there's a phase that I call double-mindedness. Oh my God, sorry. My cat is in my tent with me and he just <laughs> rolled over on his back and showed me his big white belly and he's so <laughs> Pause for a pet appreciation moment. Oh my, <laughs> oh my God. Okay, okay, okay. Back to business. So... <laughs> um, so there's... Th- there hits... Uh, a point that I, I kind of 
I call double-mindedness. I don't know if there's a proper term for it. If anybody knows what the proper term is, please let me know. Um, where it's it's like the first step when you recognize that there there is a problem and you recognize mm-hmm. there's a problem with your narrative and you find the wound, you address it, you mm-hmm. acknowledge it, you release it, whatever you need to do. And then afterwards, to me, you've made tremendous progress because what starts to happen is you, there's suddenly two different narratives going on in your head. And it's the first mm-hmm. step before the positive one starts to become the narrative. And I am, I, I'm tentative to say this as soon as I am, but when I did finally sit down and start my homework assignment of redrawing, mm-hmm. I noticed there was more of a double minded narrative going on where Mm -hmm. I would go from the nasty voice of being like, you should be a better artist than this. You should have Mm -hmm. improved way more than you have by now. Like you're barely drawing better than you were when you were 12. Like this is like Mm -hmm. the, this is the kind. And yeah, I know it's nasty. It's a nasty little voice. (laughs) And then, um, then, but then there's this other voice that was like, you've got an amazing knack for capturing muscle movement Mm -hmm. and expression and you're so careful about giving each character a specific look and you're you know it's like you're really good at this so it was it was interesting kind of going back and forth between those two dialogues as I was doing my my homework Mm -hmm. and um also going through like oh my god this is this is, I don't want to draw something this dramatic and being the, the other half of me going, well, if you don't, you're not going to draw like, because this is how you actually like to draw. Mm -hmm. So just do it. And, and on a less serious note, my husband, he absolutely loved that we were doing this as our, as our, as our homework. He was just, through the roof he was like I love this and I want you to do more of this and I was like oh, okay mm-hmm. so he was super encu- <laughs> he was super encouraging super supportive and he told me of uh, something that he had heard that week on helping you with that narrative and mm-hmm. he, he said it was a woman who also had a nasty voice in her head that she decided to name like I think it was Chad mm-hmm and she gave it a personality that she just absolutely hated. So it was like Chad was like this like total frat boy douchebag. <laughs> and uh-huh. every time that that voice came up, she'd be like, she would assign it to Chad and be like, Chad, nobody wants you around. Like, get lost. <laughs> get out of here, Chad. Can you, you know, it's like, and she, her happy ending. She said that eventually that it, it wasn't it, it Chad suddenly hadn't been around in a long time oh and I was look like, at that I was like huh well maybe so maybe that's something else to try so that's, yeah I love <laughs> that I love that yeah. naming your little inner evil yeah and giving assigning it, a, it to a somebody and a name. you do not want to be around <laughs> yeah oh so interesting I like that exercise yeah and um we have definitely prolonged this first half but there was just so much to say i know there was so much to say but in 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 transitioning into part two 
Yes. Um, one thing that you and I both discussed was mm. the idea of, um, you said it so, so much better than I'm going to say it. Can you say it? Once begun is half done. Once begun is half done. And it was, it was really hard for me to actually just open up the folder of old college work. Yeah. And just to just to even look at it because I was like oh I, I still had the old narrative in my head and once I opened up the folder and I started looking at everything it it was already it, it basically was already done and that's also why I didn't didn't recreate anything like it really was done yeah and um and you had a had a, a, an experience with that as well I did I procrastinated the fuck out of this project and <laughs> uh and then when I finally sat down and started doing it, I was like, oh, shit, I've got other things to do. Because I got so absorbed in it, and I just wanted to keep doing it. And I was like, oh, yeah. my, oh my God. Like, this yeah. happens every damn time. Like, why? Yes. what is wrong with me and just starting shit? Yes. <laughs> totally. No, and I'm, I'm definitely in that same boat. It's been happening more and more lately. And it's not even just with... Um, with creative projects, it's with other stuff that I feel like I, I need to do where I just have this resistance for some reason. And then once I start doing it, though, it goes by so fast and it's so much easier than I always think yeah. it is. Yeah, it's like it's like I I kind of built it up in my head like it wasn't going to be enjoyable. Mm hmm. It was going to be really hard that I was just yeah. going to struggle like and and also like there was the added component of like I don't want to sit with this voice in my head right um there there was that too but like the my reasons for not wanting to start it were definitely more familiar with just about any other creative project or or other projects that I had started yeah and uh I I had another instance with it with the the tiny house it was I had to put (laughs) I had to put uh, two more clear coats on the pocket door jams and mm-hmm. I cannot tell you how much I procrastinated on that and then it's like once I was doing it I was like oh this is kind of nice and meditative and I was mm-hmm. like just the mm-hmm. con- contrast of yes. how much I didn't want to do it and then once I started doing it I was like eh, yeah it's yes. fine <laughs> that's so hilarious what is it like what is it about is it just that we have these ideas in our heads of what it's going to be like because with with this homework assignment it was definitely the feeling of I don't want to look at this work because I'm going to feel so ashamed and embarrassed and it's going to bring up all these negative memories and I'm just going to it's going to be so hard and it wasn't even that I was consciously aware of those thoughts Mm-hmm. But there was just a feeling and a sensation that I had of like, this isn't going to be fun. I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. And and even I, I think I would even say it was subconscious that there were times where I was like, no, I'll just do that tomorrow. Yeah. For the very reason of avoiding wanting to avoid all of those feelings. Yeah. So do you, is I mean, do you feel like. Um, what do you. I don't know why. I really don't. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like the answer is probably out there somewhere as far as why the brain behaves that way. Because I think what we're talking about is exceptionally common, if not just straight up human nature. Yes, for sure. Um, I, I do think that there is the rare individual that is blessed with the initiator persona. Uh-huh. 
but I think they're very far and few between. Yes, and, I agree. And uh, I I very frequently think back to the uh, the law of inertia that mm-hmm. an object in motion wants to stay in motion and an object mm-hmm. at rest wants to stay at rest. And mm. I've definitely noticed that it applies to your mentality as, as well as actual physical objects. And I've sure. always found that correlation very, very interesting because that, that's what it is. It, it is mental inertia. Yeah. It, it's like, yeah. Getting it to start is like, uh, right. And we've talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about that where we've said, um, you know, busy people get the most done or yeah. something like that. There's mm-hmm. that statement. And then I think that it also has to do with mental, just the like mental discipline because there's the, the, what I always think of and I, and my acupuncturist has, has told me that it's not necessarily this, that it's like a combination of the wood element and the earth element. But it's what I always think of is in, is the wood element, it, which happens in spring or is, the time of spring in, in Chinese medicine, it's the the sprout, like the seed has sprouted and it pushes its way up through the soil. Yeah. And then it's and then it reaches the sun. But that takes a lot of energy to burst out of the seed and then to push up through the soil before it starts to really grow. Mm-hmm. And I always think of that when I think about this this feeling of starting something and the beginning of or of, of tackling a daunting project, even if it's not even that daunting, it can be something really small, just like a task that you, for some reason, are resisting doing. Well, and it's like that energy. If I could bottle it up and just like take doses of it whenever I needed it, <laughs> that would be great. I think that's called coffee. <laughs> I think that exists. Lately, Tell it's us. been matcha for me, but. Matcha. Oh, I love matcha. Been really, really into matcha lately. Oh my god. So my work okay, side story. So my work <laughs> my my new job is really close to this grocery store called United Provisions. Mm-hmm. And it caters to the college, WashU. And WashU has a lot of international students, so the grocery store is very international. Ooh. And I just discovered matcha pocky, and it's really good. Oh, yep, true story. At the end. <laughs> <laughs> matcha pocky, it's out there. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, but no, just like even plain matcha is so good. Mm-hmm. It's so delicious. So good. Oh, and matcha. It's so good. And I'm just so grateful that I can drink caffeine again, and I can enjoy it. And I actually feel that burst of energy. Whereas in the past, I wouldn't feel that energy. I would just feel anxiety. Well, that's awesome. And yeah. can I give you an amazing uh, life hack? Yeah. Next time you make chocolate chip cookies, which yeah. you should just do that anyway. But <laughs> add two tablespoons of matcha to the cookie dough. Really? It is mind-blowingly good. Really? I believe that. It's so I good. I fully believe that. It's so good, Hollis. Because I made I made pretzels dipped in chocolate. I mm-hmm. didn't make the pretzels. I bought them from the market, and mm-hmm. then I and I just dipped them in chocolate. And I had one this morning with my iced matcha latte that I made, oh. and it was phenomenal. Like the chocolate mm-hmm. combination with the matcha was like so good. Mm-hmm. Yep, 
Yep, this was, I cannot take credit for this. I, I saw this on on a YouTube cooking show. They made uh, mm-hmm. matcha cookies, but they made them all gluten-free and vegan. And I just, sorry, folks, I'm not on that train. So <laughs> I just made regular chocolate chip cookies and I added the matcha to them. And I was like, holy shit. Wow. So there you go. I'm definitely going to have to try that. Oh, please do. It's sure. amazing. <laughs> I will. I will. Thank you for that. You're welcome. So <laughs> speaking of what's begun is half done, as we can yes. <laughs> completely rabbit tracked and don't even want to talk about the topic. So. <laughs> even the idea of procrastination just makes us want to procrastinate. <laughs> Can we just avoid this completely? Thanks. (laughs) We did talk about this before we started. We are, we have decided to pay attention over the next two weeks Mm -hmm. or from now till the next recording. And Mm -hmm. uh, just those moments when we have to hurdle. Mm -hmm. And if there's anything we notice that helps us overcome that moment or, or, or if conditions are a certain way or we're in a certain mental space or whatever it is, but what helps us to switch over and sort of grab that cardinal energy as the Zodiac Mm -hmm. puts it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I would also, I am also very interested in doing a little bit of research on Mm. what you were just talking about. If this is human nature to stay at rest when you're at rest and to want to be there or, the you know just kind of seeing what if there's any understanding um psychologically or even neurologically around or even or emotionally like whatever it is yeah. like what what what's out there so um i'm going to add that to the homework assignment you know i can do it you don't have to do it well unless you want to no <laughs> okay <laughs> no i was like no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> okay. You just do the observation part. I'll do the observation and the research. Because I'm no, really curious. I think I'm that's fair curious. because you didn't do your homework assignment. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'll do a little extra legwork this time around. <laughs> oh, man. Because I got, uh, I'm going to say I got a, a D plus on my last assignment. You totally did. You totally got a D plus <laughs> because you at least did some mental exploration. You just Yeah. Did, yeah. And I feel like I did the healing work. It just was able to, it was, it was a quick one. It was like a quick, that's oh, am- that narrative was rewritten. That's amazing. That's, that must have been such a pleasant surprise. It really was. Yeah. And I, I also have to say that it was another moment where in looking back, uh, what I thought was going to be so scary and so hard, tying into this week's homework assignment, <laughs> this week's topic, it really was so not what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. It was, it was, it was really like, oh, I can look at this and I've I've moved past all of the emotions tied up to that experience and that time. And how often do we avoid looking at things because we think they're going to be a certain way, when in actuality, they're going to be totally different, which mm. is very much once begun. What is it? Once begun, once begun is, is half, half done. Half done. Once begun is half done. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, while we were sitting here, we didn't exactly talk about the thing we wanted to end the podcast on. But I was no. like, you know, uh, was there anything that pleasantly surprised you at all this week? That was my... Ooh, pleasantly surprised me. Yes. Okay. There was something that happened last night. Really? 
Yes. It was so funny. Um, so my boyfriend was supposed to DJ his very good friend's birthday party last night. It was mm-hmm. going to be outside. Um, well, I actually, it was. I didn't know it was going to be outside. It was a house party. And um, and I thought it was going to be really, like, small, casual. And, and on the way there, I was like, oh, man, do I even want to go to this thing? I'm not going to really want to socialize. Um, it's going to be inside, and I'm going to be with people that I don't know. Is this even safe with the with the plague that's going on right now? Yeah, like, yeah, is this yeah. a good idea? And I was just kind of working it up in my head again, another similar situation, mm-hmm. working it up in my head to be like this not great experience. Mm-hmm. And to the point where we parked, it was a neighborhood that I didn't know, so I didn't really feel comfortable. And we parked, got out of the car, and I was almost like, I'm going to be here for a half hour and then just call a car and, and go home and Nigel can meet me later. Like, it was just, like, I was so uncomfortable. I was physically uncomfortable. Hmm. And as we're walking up, we, we hear the music, and I'm like, man, it's going to be so loud, blah, blah. I'm just, like, trash-talking everything in my head. And then we, we get closer, and it's actually an outdoor party. We end up walking around to the back of the house, and it was actually so fun like my mood switched almost instantly because the vibes were so positive everybody was so friendly the music was really good and it was just really it was just a really fun time Mm -hmm. and it was definitely a surprise and it was it was one of these these things that keeps happening with me and Nigel not to get too personal but he we do something that seems like it's going to be kind of scary or something that I'm like opposed to initially. And then we do it and I'm like, that was really fun. And even if I thought it was going to be scary or not great, now I have a totally different opinion of it. Like it was so much fun to go to that party last night and we stayed for like three or four hours, something like that. It was, it was a really nice flip, I guess that happened in my mind. So I don't know if it was necessarily a surprise, but it kind of was because I thought it was going to be one thing and then it ended up being something totally different. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. I, I think that that's me with almost every party I've ever been to. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> really? uh, and then I get there and I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. And I end up yeah. like charming the socks off of everybody and you can't get me to leave. <laughs> but yeah, getting me there is just so hard. <laughs> Mm. Um, so, um, my, (laughs) I actually just thought of this. (laughs) Yes. I don't know if it was a pleasant surprise, but it was a surprise. Oh no. What was this? (laughs) Oh my God. So, um, that same grocery store, Uh um, it is kind of a, uh, Mondays and Fridays. My husband and I go there to make Mondays easier and make Fridays more fun. And they've got all kinds of weird, like, drinks and foods that we just, you just, like, we've never seen them before. Half of them we can't even read. So we mm-hmm. always we always pick pick two, and we mm-hmm. try these weird drinks, and it's a lot of fun. And and um, this, <laughs> this, last, this last time, uh, no, wait, like, last, yeah, no, last week, we, uh, he got this one soda from this one company. It's a Japanese company. It's like the only English on the whole label says made in Japan. 
Mm-hmm. Everything else is in characters I do not understand. And he got this mm-hmm. one that was watermelon, and it tasted like Jolly Rancher watermelon soda, and it was like, like, mm. yum. And mm-hmm. so then there, I was like, well, he's like, just go in and get get me a drink, uh, just surprise me. So I like, okay. So I go in and I, I see that same brand, and I was like, huh. I was like, I wonder what this one is. And I, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, huh. It kind of it kind of has like a like a pattern on it that to me looks like a lychee nut skin. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's lychee nut, and mm-hmm. and I bring it into the car and I've got my drink <laughs> and he's like here would you open my soda for me and I'm like yeah sure so, <laughs> so I crack it open and not only does it explode everywhere oh no but it's fucking durian and I don't know if you know durian it smells no. like ass like oh no <laughs> <laughs> smells what like is durian jackfruit do you know jackfruit? Oh, yeah. I yeah. Know jackfruit. Yeah. No, but it, it smells like It smells like disgusting. Butt. It smells like Ew. <laughs> it smells, it's like, gross. It literally smells like ass. And so it's like, I like crack it Here open. you go, hubby. <laughs> I, I bought you a can of ass. It blows up all over me. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, why does it smell like ass? And he's like, what did you buy? I'm like, I don't know. I thought I got lychee nuts. <laughs> and so... And so and so we are dying laughing <laughs> and, then, and then we actually try it and uh-huh. it, it tastes horrible like it, it's like oh. it's just like it's like sweet ass <laughs> ew 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 that is so and gross then, and then it's like we were burping it back up for like ew. <laughs> oh, come on <laughs> the next like two hours it was so bad it oh, was so God. bad yeah, no, like we had both experienced durian before at a party. Mm-hmm. Like somebody brought it for kicks because when you cut it open, it really does smell like butt. <laughs> so and so it's like that's then so I so interesting. I looked at the label and I was like, oh my god, that's that lychee fruit skin. That's durian. <laughs> I'm like, this is so interesting to me because <laughs> there's so many vegan jackfruit recipes mm-hmm. for like alternative meats but i would have never thought that oh like raw oh girl or it's, in its natural form oh it, it smells disgusting like and why the fuck they'd want to make a soda flavor out of it is beyond me but they did and it blew up wow. all over me in the car and yeah it, it was so that was my surprise <laughs> <laughs> Well, on that lovely note. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Until next time, folks. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to rate us. (laughs) Please do. (laughs) Please, please rate us on whatever your podcast uh, platform is. Um, Please leave us a note. You can email us if you want to. Connect with us more at info at processofprogress.com. You can connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, uh, at process underscore of progress. Hit us up. Um, have you tried this disgusting soda that Cece is referring to? And will you please rate us higher than I would rate this disgusting soda? <laughs> <laughs> it's really all we want. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, let us know. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, dear listeners. We hope you enjoyed the conversation. To learn more about the podcast and its creators, visit processofprogress.com. Connect on Instagram at process underscore of progress and on Facebook at process of progress podcast. If everything's yellow, you've found the right place. 